Welcome to Growing Potatoes Podcast, where we cover all things love, dating, and married life. We are your newlywed hosts, Keegan and Faith Von Atzigan. Thank you so much for joining us. Go ahead and pause right now. Go on to our page on whatever um, site or app you're using to listen and subscribe right now. You don't want to miss an episode. And then we'll remind you at the end, but please share this podcast with a friend. You have no idea how you can be impacting someone's life, someone's relationship by simply sharing some insight from Growing Potatoes. You're listening to episode 21. It is so nice to be back on the mic with you guys. We're so excited um, that we can do another Growing Potatoes episode because as you can see, we've been on a little bit of a break. But we're back and this episode we have a sweet potato moment instead of a spud moment. And if you don't know, a sweet potato moment is any moment that is just sweet and cute or... It was like a good experience we had together that is pretty memorable. Yep. Um, so you want to share? Sure, I'll share. So Keegan and I had a little bit of like Christmas cash left over from cards and some tips and stuff from our job. And so we were like, okay, let's go to H&M and get some, you know, business casual summer clothing. And this was like an event because H&M is not near us. It's kind of like in the city so we had to like go to the mall it's like 30 minutes we went to the mall everybody's got a mask on and we're like okay time to do some shopping yeah so we spent like probably like an hour and a half in h&m it's not really big so um we like got all of our items and originally we had a game plan we're like okay we have like 120 bucks you get 60 i get 60 let's just go in and get some outfits so we found I found quite a bit of stuff in the like sale section that I really liked and like some normal priced clothing. And then everything Keegan found was normal priced. Um, and so we were like tallying it up in our minds. We were like, okay, it'll be about 120 bucks, maybe a little bit over. So I was like, okay, get your card out. We we're like in line. There were some things we didn't, we didn't get cause we were like, oh, that'll go, yeah, over, budget. Go over budget. But we hadn't bought clothes in a while. A really so long we time. were like, feeling good we're thrifters so we will splurge on a thrift for like 20 bucks but like we haven't like spent over 50 bucks we haven't bought unused clothes in a really long time um because we're pretty good thrifters and we find some really good items you but do definitely <laughs> so anyway we got in line i was like okay it's about to be 120 bucks or 127 bucks or so i only got like 120 so get your car out and so the card out and so the girl working the register was like do you want to sign up for 10 percent off today and i was like yeah sure so i signed up for 10 percent off and then she's all like checking out all of her items and she looks at me er, and keegan and says okay that'll be 44 dollars." and we like look at each other we both make eye contact and like i look at keegan like is that right because i know my jeans were 20 alone your pants were 20 alone. We got everything else for free. We had like six other, other items that we bought. <laughs> and so we, we were like, it. okay, here's 40 bucks. I had a whole wad of cash in my hands and I just pull out two 20s and a five and give it to her. And then we like grab the receipt and walk away and we're like, 
Let me see that receipt. Should we walk quickly through the store and like look at this or pause or um so we stopped and looked at the receipt and every single item was on there. Um but somehow we got like 65% off on basically everything. Yep. Like everything that was like 12 Keegan's $12 shirt was like $4. Like I it was so weird. Much more than 10% off. Yes. So uh basically it came out to like $127 before the discount and after it was 44 and we were like we should have got more clothes. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, anyway, it was like a crazy discount, I guess, that we just weren't aware of. And we felt just lucky and blessed. Blessed, extremely blessed. And um, so, yeah, we uh, had to share that sweet potato moment. The extended part of that story is that we um, decided to spend the money that we would have spent on other things. But I think we kind of like justified that yeah. like three or four times and like, oh, we saved yeah, money. Yeah, we saved money. We saved like <laughs> let's 60 buy this. bucks. <laughs> oh, let's get this. But we've done it like with a lot of things. So we didn't end up saving money, I think. But we keep getting blessed and it's, uh, it's we just live from blessing to blessing. We do. Um, and... My mom always said you have to be anointed to shop. And so we felt anointed <laughs> that day to shop for sure. Um, okay. So let's get into this episode. Um, we, the purpose of this whole podcast is to give you some insight, some foreshadowing into um, the relationship either you will enter or to just give you an opportunity to reflect on certain phases of the relationship you've gone through um, and apply that to your current relationship situation into your personal life. Um, And so Keegan and I expressed in episode one, please go listen to it. It's our most listened to episode that um, we are making this podcast for like our future kids so that they can look back and receive some relationship advice from us um in a very unique compact way obviously we're going to talk to them personally in the future about all this stuff but we thought why not make this kind of like diary this audio diary of our life and what we've been learning and 20 years 15 years down the road from now um they can look and listen and um see what was going on with us so um, this episode, we just want to talk about everything we've experienced as a young married newlywed um, that was kind of contradicting to what people might have told us or was justified and um, proven to be true. So, yeah, yeah, here we go. Yeah, we're going on two years now coming up soon. Um, so we're kind of like we're past the first road bump and we're kind of middle newlyweds. So, yeah. We've got a little bit of experience. I guess newlyweds like what three three years maybe one year. I think everyone defines it differently. We'll have to change our intro once we we will once we reach that. I mean, we since we're past it, we could still talk about it. We are your wedded hosts. I don't know. <laughs> we're we, we'll forever say newlywed, right? Because we're in the newlywed phase. We're the honeymoon phase. Honeymoon phase. But yeah, we're just gonna speak out of our experience. Um, so let's jump in. The first thing that we kind of thought about people um telling us or like warning us and this was mostly people that weren't really like close to us it may have been like you know stuff we hear on tv or just like passing references and stuff yeah 
um, is the fact that once you get married, you're going to suddenly like hate each other. Like so many people would share the experience of like right after the honeymoon, just being like, oh no, what did I do? This is not the person I want to be with. And that kind of, that was a scary thing going into being married is like that lingering thought of like, will, will I suddenly like become like super just, yeah, disinterested in this person. And that is one thing that we have not found to be true for us. This is just the, we have not had that experience of, of suddenly hating the other person right after getting married. That's not been, not been us. Yeah. I think we just like heard a lot of like honeymoon horror stories where you get in your car you're having a great like first day of your honeymoon then the second day you get an argument and you're like oh my gosh who what is this side of this person I've never seen and um like kind of coming into like a culture shock I guess in your marriage and having to like completely I don't know rediscover who this person is like week one uh, or like just even in the first year not to say that that doesn't happen we definitely think it does but we were just we felt like that was something the majority of people felt and we didn't want that to be true. So Yeah. Well, we definitely have discovered new things about each other after getting married that we didn't know before. Um, but that, that weren't like pristine and yeah. enjoyable, but, but I think the things the the new person that we've kind of been able to experience um, has made us fall more in love after getting married. And we've developed a stronger bond ever since our wedding. Um, and that's, that's really kind of like been just one of the amazing parts of our marriage. Yeah. We, we're just very optimistic people in general. Um, and we think it's super important to have a friendship before you have a dating relationship, before you get engaged, before you get married. And so, because I think we took that time to become best friends and basically felt like we were marrying our best friend, um, we weren't shocked we weren't surprised and that transition from going from friendship into like romantic loving partner was not awkward it wasn't weird like it just kind of naturally happened um so if you're worried right now if you're like in a friendship and you guys are talking about dating don't be worried about the romance part like (laughs) I know like friendship is extremely casual and you feel like almost like a family love for that person but it it transitions easily one thing that has been true for us since getting married is we kind of have started to turn into the same person a little yeah bit. that's one thing i didn't expect not that we're like completely giving up who we are because they say opposites attract and you just assume that you'll continue to be opposites but we we've we're definitely sort of opposites but we've slowly become kind of acting like the other person a lot in different scenarios so we talked about this a lot in the body talk episode about the like idea of attunement and so i feel like keegan and i feel much more like attuned to each other like we will accidentally say like the same thing at the same time after something or like we'll both observe the exact same thing and look at each other quickly like we not that we're turning into the same person but I will say that before 
being married to Keegan, I was an extreme like kind of workaholic or just like always working on something. And now I definitely feel like I am much more um, chill. I really enjoy leisure time. And I, I think it's a good thing that you guys slowly start kind of taking on each other's traits we've that even, balance like, you. Yeah, we've even picked up like mannerisms that we didn't behave as before that just like through being around this other person so much has made us have these yeah. little, you know, I call them faithisms. Faith calls them Keeganisms. We just kind of like, it just what is what happens when you're best friends and you just start to act like each other. Yeah, so. And it makes you more in love. And I totally started wearing Keegan's clothes. I yeah, <laughs> I wear true. all of his clothing. <laughs> it really helps that we're kind of in this like urban streetwear unisex kind of wearing I think there trend. Was one, there was one day where everything you were wearing was thrifted. And that was like just a testament to your awesome thriftiness. And also there was a day where everything you were wearing was mine. (laughs) I was like, give me back my stuff. I even wear his shoes, guys. He has the best like Doc Martens. And yeah, I need to get my own pair. But so and I guess there's this thing, this myth. Who knows? Mythbusters might have broken it. But um, I guess like the more couples together they the more they start looking like each other or something i don't think we've started looking like each other except your hair's grown we'll see (laughs) we'll see how much we start looking like each other it's it's kind of um you know being in a mixed race relationship uh we get a lot of attention sort of um and that's another thing that we noted is like as a newlywed couple you people will stare at you a lot and I, it's, it goes both ways. I find myself, if I see someone that obviously looks like a newlywed or like a very romantic dating be like, couple, oh, look you're like, oh my gosh, they're so cute. One so. thing is old, older couples who have been married a long time will always lecture you. Yeah. When you that's say, something we expected, but didn't expect. Like when you say I, we've been married for almost two years, they'd be like, oh, well, when you're married 20 years, you'll know, you, you got to know this and this and this. Or like, oh, you're so young. Oh, that's so great. Just make sure you do this and that and yeah. that. Yeah, and, and they'll share all their I mean, we don't wisdom. mind it, but yeah. I wasn't expecting so many lectures from <laughs> And you're usually the youngest ones at events or church small groups and stuff. And yeah. Any, any like wedding uh, or like a married event where couples get to, get to go, it's like you're whoever's been married the least stand up and you gotta stand up and (laughs) well yeah i feel like there's a lot of attention on you as a newlywed especially i feel like in like church small groups most of the like wedding or most of the married small groups are like middle-aged individuals there might be some like young ones but they're usually just like premarital or like engaged um engagement like small groups but yeah, so we've noticed like we're usually the the youngest couple in the room at all of these wedding or marriage conferences and um, marriage small groups. So that's something we definitely have to get used to as newlyweds. Um, People sometimes assume we're like they kind of ask us if they don't immediately see our rings. They'll be like, so are you guys like are, are y'all in a relationship or? Yeah, it <laughs> doesn't help. We look like high schoolers. Yeah, still. We don't look old enough to be married. Yeah. And like we enjoy like longboarding together and like 
I feel like we just look younger. If we go so. to a if we go to Six Flags and ride a roller coaster, we definitely are gonna look like high schoolers on a date. But, <laughs> yeah. So now that we're post college and we still look like high schoolers, I mean, my senior year of college, I got asked what grade I was in. So <laughs> 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 one time when I was uh, talking to another group of high schoolers, but. Uh, yeah, so I mean, just get used to get being stared at, and if you're a young newlywed couple, for sure. Yeah, so and constantly being asked by family members and friends, "How's marriage? How's the married life?" I think we got that question on a daily basis when we were in college. Yeah, people just people want to know. People are happy for you, and they just want to see how things are going. But we have nothing but good things to say yes nothing but good things um but that question does get kind of annoying after like <laughs> one whole year of that how is it yeah are you tired of them yet i know and nope. we're always like no nope. why would you ask have that? y'all fought <laughs> do you have y'all had big fights yet we're yeah. like only when uh, driving to church yeah the only time we <laughs> the only time we argue is when keegan's driving so we're working on that <laughs> um what are some other expectations going into newlywed life so one thing we quickly realized is that the chores double you now have double amount of dishes to wash double amount of clothing to wash uh things just get dirtier quicker and your habits for maintaining cooking your habits for maintaining living space for one person uh are overwhelmed when you have two people and then when you start having kids, it's going to be more people that you got to do more work. Yeah. So this is, I mean, obviously when you're a roommate in college, you guys are sharing a space. and um, But that's like literally 400 square feet, if that. <laughs> and um, when you like move into an actual space and you're sharing, um, you know, a home, uh, it becomes somewhat overwhelming with how much there is to take care of still. So we highly recommend setting out a cleaning schedule and like cleaning duties per person. Um, and that will really help like soothe out all of the bumps. Um, just know that if you're the person doing all the cooking, it's best to, to do a little less of the cleaning. Cause <laughs> yes. And I will say one thing for the guys out there, get ready to serve. That's all I can say is just get ready to serve because you, you will be needed and it's a good thing. It's your job to take care of things that need to be done. But, um, yeah, just if you're sitting down, don't get too comfortable because there's always something that needs to be done around the house. Yeah, and I know that's, like, a very big cultural thing in some houses. Um, the man doesn't do anything. Yeah, at least growing up and, like, in Hispanic, like, Latino culture, it's just kind of tradition for, like, the wife to serve the husband. Um, in, like, modern-day American culture, it's almost like the wife is the queen, the man does all the serving, and that's kind of what we brag about not us personally, but like Americans. Um, so it kind of differs culture to culture. Um, but you know, we being Christians know that, um, in the Bible, we're both called to serve each other and like fully give our lives over to each other. Um, and so it, 
it balances itself out. Keegan does not um, like wait on my hand and foot. He is very close to doing that. But I also don't just, you know, let him sit on the couch all day while I bring him um, everything he needs and let him get away with moping around. So <laughs> um, with that, um, something that also was kind of like somewhat surprising to us is like um, the dynamics of like dating to marry definitely do change um like even being engaged to being married change it's almost like you guys turn into like co-workers in a way <laughs> like like the business you're running is like your home and so um if you guys like already talked about beforehand what roles you would have in kind of like the home life um just be ready to like alter those or change them a little like there's some roles I said I would fulfill that Keegan's just taking over and doing much better than I would and there's different roles that I thought he would do that you know he didn't really want to do and so I or I really enjoy doing them more than he does so I'm okay with doing them I like handle basically all of our finances Keegan does a lot of like investing and stuff but in terms of like day-to-day budgeting and that's something I didn't see myself doing but I love it I really enjoy it the math side of me likes you know creating budget and, and zeroing it out um and Keegan is dish guy 101 yeah as much as I as as much as I don't like doing dishes I have taken on that role solely so that Faith can be the chef while I am still learning how to be confident in the kitchen. <laughs> so it's good to have plans and like a kind of a general idea mapped out when you're engaged, but just hold those ideas loosely because they could change once you get married. Definitely. Um, and so Keegan said, get ready for guys to serve. Girls, just be ready to be like constantly stared at, constantly touched. If you thought he stared at you and touched you a lot when you guys were dating, just know that, like, he becomes like a koala, I guess, (laughs) when you're married. I just feel like that's something I had to get used to is, like, someone's always watching me, like, always watching me at all times. Um, And I'm fine with it. At first, I was kind of like, dude, you're still staring at me? Like... (laughs) Yeah, because you're beautiful. Um, thanks, love. But um, I had to get used to just constantly being stared at. Like I, I mean, obviously he would stare at me when we were together. But now we live together, we work together, we do everything together. So that means I'm constantly being stared at, no matter what I'm doing. Um, stared at lovingly. I lovingly, feel like that should yes, be yes, yes, yes. Yeah. But I'm just. I had to get used to having eyes on me, twenty four seven. Not in a creepy way. He's my husband, but like just being used to being stared at and constantly touched at all times just you do you and i'll i'll cheer you (laughs) on babe um yeah um another thing is that your expectations for sex and intimacy might change um you know when you're like with all your girlfriends and you're just like talking about the future you guys like are very ambitious um i had friends that were like yeah, when I get married, we're going to have sex twice a day or every single day of the week and twice on Saturdays. And um, so, like, I feel like a lot of newlyweds are like, yeah, basically, we're just going to have sex, like, all the time, all the time, every day. Uh, 
And so you quickly realize once you get married that your time, you don't have as much time as you think or energy because you're both like working full time and that your desires might change. Like there's people that probably have it every single day and that's totally normal and fine. But don't like be down on yourself. You're like, oh my gosh, I thought I was going to have, want to have sex every single day, but I don't. Um, yes. Having, not having sex at the end of the day is not a defeat. <laughs> yeah. So just be prepared to change your schedule or change like your frequency. Um, Cause I feel like before you're married, you're pretty ambitious. Uh, and I mean, we don't really have kids, but I've heard after you've had kids, it's even, uh, more difficult to schedule. And another thing is as an engaged couple, we were prepped beforehand with the expectation that like we would, since we were both virgins, we wouldn't be that good at sex starting out and it would kind of take a while for us to become better at it <laughs> help me out here babe <laughs> you're doing great okay um but uh a lot of people will say will kind of like be down about married sex and say it's like the worst sex that you'll ever have um, in terms of like as a newlywed yeah and we just want to give hope that just because it's the worst doesn't mean it's bad and and you will find that connection and get better at um, being intimate. And there is no lack of time that you have. You have the whole, your whole life to explore, get better at it. And I feel like I'm rambling. So, babe, can you come help me? <laughs> you weren't <laughs> rambling. You're doing good. Um, Just yeah. don't don't be discouraged that getting married is going to be the, be a killer for just your expectations of sex. Yeah. Um, having sex with like your husband and wife who are committed to you for life is the best and the most fulfilling, um, most fulfilling, rewarding, um, way to do it. Um, so anyway, that is everything that we wish <laughs> beautifully struggle with and like wish we, um could tell ourselves before getting married yeah right before and so we just wanted like we said before give you um insight into newlywed life so that you can you know have um hopeful expectations because we feel like that our relationship isn't the exception but that everyone should um be able to have an enjoyable newlywed phase so, you know, we end every single episode with a quote. Here is our quote for today. Yes, this episode's quote is by Andre Morat, and it says, A happy marriage is a long conversation which always seems too short. That's good. Um, so thank you guys so much for joining us. Once again, we want to remind you to subscribe right now to share this podcast and give us a five-star rating. We will talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye.